Welcome to the Sports Council Podcast. I am Matthew, and I'm here with three of my fantasy football league mates, Gav, Tango, uh, Fernando Barrera, and G. How are y'all doing? Doing well. Do, doing well. Doing well. Good. Chilling. Ready for Thanksgiving? Oh, uh, yes, yes. It's Thanksgiving. It's I guess it's our Thanksgiving special. It's our only Thanksgiving episode we've ever done. But I guess we are getting into fantasy football real quickly. We have a couple of Thanksgiving Day predictions for all the matchups that are taking place on the high holidays, as well as we're going to go over some trade scenarios. And first of all, we're going to do some news and notes around the league. Um, first of all, you want to update on the Sports Council League, G? I would love to tell everybody how I'm first place. <laughs> mm, yeah. When I, told, when I told everybody at the beginning of the season to take Kamara, I hope you guys listen to me. Okay, well, because okay. he he is different. He's built different. <laughs> he's he's built, built five six, five he seven. Is. is he five seven? I have I have come I have Kamara in five of my six leagues. Really? And you the only league I don't have him in is the only league where I'm doing bad. It's five ten. But yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm going I'm going first year, and then we have um, a few guys that are right behind me at eight and three with Dak to the future and Catalina Wine mixing. Um, then we got, you know, our own fellow Fernando here at ninth place with two and nine. <laughs> <laughs> totally giving like, up. No hope. Yeah. It's a it happens. It's a lot of leagues. Um, you know. Yeah. Me and Gavin can't yeah, everybody can have Kamara. We we're True. competing. I had the tenth overall pick. That was I'm in like... it. <laughs> I gotta say, yeah. I'm doing pretty good. Like Yahoo literally projected me after our draft to have gone like, that was so mad after that. i was, was so like, mad because they said i thought i had a bad draft but they projected me to go oh and 14 i yeah, was like no oh my god this. that's so disrespectful that's some horseshit i can't do that and i won't wait which one's your team matt hurts to live it's to live too yeah so just an fyi for everybody um gavin matter both six and five yep. um right there in the middle of the league at five and six don't we see respectable um, we face each other yeah we're facing each other this week so okay all right, nice. it's gonna be a nice little uh, competition going. Uh, maybe I'll actually try for once. Okay. I've already given up because um, school's been busy. Not gonna lie, guys. Um, I mean, haven't been time to focus on fantasy football. Respect, respect that. But I mean, I know you guys have um, you know been watching football. I mean, I guess I can mention this now, but my Steelers are also undefeated. <laughs> Also good and, on the football predictions for the regular season predictions. You predicted the Steelers would beat the Seahawks in the Super Bowl, and that's looking pretty accurate, honestly, so far. And I said there's an outside chance of the Steelers winning their the division just because we are a sound team, as you guys can tell, on all different levels, different ways Very to true. win. You, um, think they're gonna, still, you think they're going to go undefeated? Uh, I think our toughest game left is in Buffalo against the Bills. Um, obviously, for many different reasons they're going to be a pain but i think i mean i want them to sort of lose a game just because you know like i feel like that undefeated is like a curse sort of going into the playoffs you know nobody but at the i have no pressure. idea what you're talking about oh yeah uh, yeah because you're <laughs> a box fan I've, now I've right never, I've, no no <laughs> disgusting <laughs> spit on that idea patriots oh, fan through and through you know you know we can't spit on is the, the patriots record oh i love it dude I wish they would tank more. God damn. They can't even tank properly. They win the game. I know. God damn it, Bill. His fucking pride. Lose the games that they're supposed to win. Put your pride aside. 
Cam's the future, man. Yeah. Um, Cam is the I mean, you shouldn't be the one talking, Matt. Okay. Well, <laughs> it looks like we're all suffering except for you this week. This is how the right. tables turn. <laughs> I mean, I suffered enough last year, all right? Yeah, I was on top last down. year. I can suffer this year. That's fine. I guess we weren't on top because Patrick was on top. Uh, All right. (laughs) Sort of close. (laughs) I'm only going to root for the Steelers if the Seahawks are there. You better hope Uh, that prediction's true. (laughs) I don't know. I hope it is. I I don't want the Steelers to win, I'll be honest with you, dude. I hate the Steelers. I don't like the Steelers either. It's only because they have six. six. If they had, like, two, then I'd be fine. But six – What's wrong with six, dude? The Patriots have six. The only reason now I want the Steelers to win is because now they have (laughs) more than the Patriots. Kill yourself. (laughs) You're such a hater, dude. Man. No, I I put a 20-year curse on the fucking uh, Niners. You can't do that. Yes. (laughs) The the only one that could curse people is me. (laughs) Yes. Just because you're a Panthers fan, we we didn't ask you to subject yourself to pain, okay? Yeah, you chase. You, you, you only like teams because of the rings, Gav. What are you talking about? I have a dude. I'm a Patriots fan. fan. Do you? What are you talking? Dude, you you've never been to Carolina, dude. You're not from Carolina. I was there. Like, I was born there. What are you? You're not about? born there. You're you're capping harder than a fucking baseball cap. Jesus. <laughs> We've literally been over this. Like yeah, I don't understand why you believe me. Well, you started. I don't like how you uh you're disrespecting my uh. My native land. Shut up! Dude. It's crazy. Oh bunch of, a bunch of a bunch of non-playoff teams just arguing about not being in the playoffs. Who would have thought? Can't relate yeah. to that one. I have a mighty. No, it's like dude, it's like the Warriors. Okay, we're we're just biding our time to next season when we get Trevor somehow, some way. That's not gonna happen. Six first Trevor's gonna go to the Jets and suffer. He's gonna hold out like uh, Eli. I would. I would. I'm not you going seen, to did the you Jets. see what just happened? Did you see what just happened to Joe Burrow? It's like I feel like at this point, like that should be a perfect example of why you don't want to go to these teams where there's absolutely nothing going for you because you're either going to get hurt or you're going to get close to getting hurt. You know, it's very sad. Right yeah, now. it's just you know because Joe no, Joe Burrow is a beast. You know, like he's obviously lighting up the numbers with absolutely nothing there. Was the most hit quarterback in the league, and I mean, at this point, I bet you if you asked him, you wouldn't want to be in Cincinnati either. Do you think that like first of all? Do you feel like that field is cursed, Washington? I feel like the last three major injuries have happened in Washington. Like, you got Kyle Allen. You got Andy Dalton, who suffered that, like, huge-ass head injury. Now you got Burrow. That I mean, you can never, never forget about RG3 in that yeah. stadium. And Alex Smith literally, uh, like, yeah, same thing happened. And he's still somehow playing, which is mm-hmm. super weird. Yeah, I think, I think until they fully, like, go through with this rebuild of like their organization and like their whole name and everything else like that isn't mm-hmm. that will that will be until like i feel like they're that curse is kind of lifted off of them you know yeah you know the cool like thing is washington's still in the playoff hunt but they're also top five in the draft right now disgusting i mean doesn't that go for the whole nfc east exactly yeah. i don't even know who's <laughs> on top right now i think, I think the eagles are aren't they because they got the tie remember yeah. we got that prediction we who did you, you got you got the Eagles. I got the Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. Oh boy. I yeah. That bad. I, I bet you. <laughs> Honestly, exactly if, if Dak was there, dude, it'd be over. Cowboys would. Would it really be over though? Yeah. I, feel like if Dak, I don't know is, what changes. Know. They Dak's don't have defense. Like, the Cowboys still suck. Yeah. Yeah, you Jack the Dak can't block. Their own line's gotten worse. Dak can't go play defense, which they've never been able to do. 
I, mean, I would say I, their offense will be decent. Like now they have nothing decent. Like, I didn't account for how terrible Dallas's defense was going to be. I just didn't see that coming. I think I, I think the I think the Eagles will tell you, Gav, that having a healthy quarterback does not solve all your problems. Oh no 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 no! Because <laughs> it's Wentz, okay? Something's wrong in the head. <laughs> it's Wentz. That's disgusting. Don't even. He's not a good quarterback. You guys think Wentz, Wentz is going to get benched by the end of the season? I think so. Yeah, it's I think it's headed. I think it's headed towards it's, that. That's what should happen. Should should happen already. Do it. They, okay, they drafted Jalen Hurts in the second. They wouldn't have done that if they didn't already feel like. They can't think, say, oh, I, mobile quarterback, Taysom Hill bullshit, right? <laughs> it's like, that's just how it is. Like, I mean, honestly, how much worse could it get? Like, I just feel like putting Wentz out there at this point is just because it's like you you got a team that's not fully sold on Wentz, and when you can't sold on the most important position of your team, which is quarterback, right? Yeah. If you're not sold on your quarterback, like, let alone, like, the coach and, and all that other type of stuff, you know, if you just don't have your quarterback position down, you'll never – be able to like strive you know it's like a Steelers fan from last year like watching Duck and Mason Rudolph is like watching Carson Wentz sort of it's just limits everything <laughs> really that you can bad. do yeah Jesus dude that man, that man watched, I haven't watched Philly games in a while yeah that man that man Wentz oh my god he makes these throws right like he tries to make them like he's Patrick Mahomes like he looks like a kid that just watched a bunch of highlights on YouTube of like <laughs> yeah, Lamar it. Jackson and Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson and now he's trying to go like out there and imitate it but he's not really like ready to imitate it, you know? I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, it's terrible. That man is – I mean, obviously, like, his team is sort of injured, but he's played sort of – the team is sort of injured last year, and he's That's regressed from last year. Yeah, That's so it's like – Yeah. Well, I don't care. I'm glad that the Eagles suck. I hate them. Well, the you, can never, you can never escape the dad dicking Nick Foles gave you. No! How dare you? <laughs> All that right, never let's, get in, let's get into the actual fantasy football news now. Um, first news and notes, Drew Brees on IR. He's going to be out for like three weeks, I think, according to the new IR rules. And he has 11 broken ribs, which is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. Eight on the one side like, and three on the other. Yeah. Completely legal hit, by the way. I will <laughs> always completely – I will defend that hit. Okay, Ahmad Brooks. Hey, it's true though. No, that no, was legal. Okay, Ahmad Brooks. It's true. Look okay, at the Ahmad tape. Brooks. Replay. Replay. Ahmad Brooks is, is is not clean. I would say this one last one was clean. No, it's Ahmad Brooks. His neck is stretchy. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. The way it is. Okay, but either way, Taysom Hill in at quarterback. Unfortunately, he was listed as tight end for ESPN leagues, and unfortunately, the league we play in, um, Gav's opponent that week picked up Taysom Hill in front of Nando, who had a lower waiver priority. So they were both mad. And then Taysom Hill proceeded to destroy Gab from the tight end position. And die, Taysom points. Hill. If you haven't yet, if somehow, for some reason, Taysom Hill is still out there available for you to pick up, 100%, put all your, all your, I guess, stockings or whatever you want to call it in this Taysom Hill. Make sure mm-hmm. you can get him. If he's still available, most least he's probably well, already probably gone. not, yeah. Would you, yeah, would you play he, in that quarterback, though? I mean, depending on your situation, I mean, he could be a quarterback play. Um, I would obviously prefer to play him at anything else other than quarterback because usually quarterbacks are kind of like a for sure guaranteed more points, I guess, right? You yeah. get more from that. Like obviously like a tight end is a, probably the weakest skill position for fantasy-wise. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you could get him and play him at tight end, that's a 
that's that's kind of terrifying because you got two quarterbacks in a one quarterback league, and that's kind of how you set I, yourself apart. I, I cried last week, guys. I'll be honest, <laughs> and I raged. I I I I I promised I would destroy the league because of Taysom Hill. I'm sorry. No, I was so pissed off. Taysom Hill already did that. Um, but the funny it's thing the, is yeah. that they switched they switched him to only QB after they destroyed. Gale. After that's oh. it. <laughs> they switched him back this week. I am so. <laughs> You should be mad at ESPN. You should be mad at ESPN. I, I, I would be mad at ESPN. Too. I am heated, bro. Matthew Barry. Matthew! Get that <laughs> shit together. Tell them. Like- back in 2018, Jalen Samuels, who is, I think, the Pittsburgh running back, was listed yeah, as a tight end. Yeah, he was listed player. as a tight end. Yeah, and I was Yahoo. And I recall a story where Jalen Samuels was put in because it was the playoffs. They put Jalen Samuels in that tight end, and he won the league by like some like one point or whatever because of Jalen Samuels and his opponent wrote to Yahoo Fantasy every day saying why the fuck did you let Jalen Samuels become the that's the same amount of pettiness that I would expect from you Gav if you want to contest I, well, I am about to dude I'm so livid oh my god and it was against this little ooh ooh <laughs> you should tweet you should tweet at ESPN Fantasy ooh, gotta, gotta keep my mouth shut this is being recorded Okay. So <laughs> we didn't expect anything then, but now we do. Okay, Tua Bailoa, bench for Ryan Fitzpatrick after a horrid showing in Denver. Um, do you see this as the future? Do you think Fitzpatrick's back? Fitzmagic's back? But like, do you see that? I I think they're gonna go back to Tua. I mean, okay. yeah, kinda, I think they already said that they would go back anyway. Uh, I mean, at this point, you kind of already have like kind of built your team around him, and then already bench went Fitzpatrick's once. So you don't want to just – I guess I guess it shows, like, weakness in coaching sort of if you're going back and forth week to week, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's a bad sign from the coaching where if their plan was to get to a, give him rest until the bye and then after the bye start in the rest of the season. Start they should have the waited, dude. I swear. They yeah, so, but, but they said their original plan was to start him regardless of the record at the end of – after their bye. So, it, I mean, to leave yeah, him in, there was obviously going to be, like, struggles, you know. Not everybody's going to be Herbert just coming in and throwing 300 yards, right? No, nah, not everybody can do that, you know. So, mm-hmm. I think for Tua and the way he plays, he needs the most – more experience, you know, where he's not a gunslinger. He's more of, like, a uh, precision, um, understanding the, the game more of a type of quarterback. So, he needs to truly get more experience to kind of maximize, maximize his potential. Okay, yes. Tua has had a bad game, and, you know, it's not like he can be a Herbert, right? We know that he has so much potential, and he's probably going to be good moving forward. I didn't really agree with the benching, only if, like, to protect him from injuries, right? Now, here's a different question, though. Who would you rather have at quarterback in order to make all the other offensive skill position players, like, better in fantasy-wise, right? Because Devontae Parker and Mike Kosicki are Fitzpatrick's best friends. I don't know if that's the same with Tua right now. Who would you rather have at quarterback if you wanted better production from those guys? It's obviously Fitzpatrick, dude. I mean, he loves those guys. I remember last season, that was the only reason why I won the league was because he loved Devontae Parker with his life. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, like, we, we've known Fitzmagic to be yeah, a, Fitzmagic. a slinger, just a thrower. Who like? I mean, I wouldn't start Ryan Fitzpatrick unless he got a bad matchup. But if you have a Jaseki or a Parker – or if you had know someone that does, I guess if you see that Fitzpatrick gets moved to starter, their values are going to increase. It's just a given with the way Ms. Fitzpatrick plays, value of Jaseki and Parker are going to go up. 
Whereas if Fitzpatrick is announced the starter for the rest of the year, maybe that's something you want to move to sub for someone else and kind of get more reliable options. So kind of see how they play their quarterback position to see how you should be playing with who you have on your team. And that's kind of the, I guess, the most optimal way to do fantasy is just to make sure you're up to date with the players you have and the kind of players surrounding your players. Yeah, I think in our other league right now, they're all not on. They're all on waivers. Parker and Gesicki, because I don't think anyone's picking them up with Fitzpatrick not playing. Okay, Joe Burrow, um, terrible, terrible injury. We kind of just covered it, but um, I think ACL, MCL tear, maybe some other things, but he is out for the year. Um, again, terrible situation for Cincinnati, but what does this mean for their other offensive fantasy players going forward, specifically? Um, A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, that wide receiver trio, as well as Giovanni Bernard, not Joe Mixon, unfortunately, because he was just placed on IR. Um, we we expecting a downgrade with all of those guys? Is even Gio? 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. I know for sure I think with, receivers. I think with no Burrow out there and the horrendous O-line they have, it's just going to be easy. to. It's going to be like the Bengals from last year where they picked apart their defense, their, their, run, their rushing attack with like emphasizing now on their defense and then their attack against their passing game was just atrocious. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure who their quarterback was last year. Uh, after and it was Ryan Finley. It was Ryan Finley. Yeah. There you go. I don't know who who do they have left now after Burrow? Ryan Finley. Is it, is it Ryan Finley still? still? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, so just if you can, if there's certain someone who's willing to give you value for those players still Get them off, all of them. Geo, Mixon, Boyd, Higgins, Green. They're all. I think. I think that's a whole dumpster fire. That that was just a dumpster yeah. with a nice, nice surrounding, which was Joe Burrow, and yeah. now Joe Burrow's gone. It's just still a dumpster. Yeah. No so, hope anymore. Yeah. Tyler Boyd. I literally just traded for Tyler Boyd. Now I have him in every league, and now he's in the pooper, to say the yeah. least. Yeah. Joe Mixon, Nando, do you think he comes back? No. He hasn't, he hasn't even been doing anything uh, the entire season. He had, like, one game when he had, like, most of his touchdowns. But without an O-line, he just can't do anything. And exactly. that's why Joe Burrow got hurt. Yeah, I think that Joe Burrow is making that garbage offensive line so much better. It was weird because in, back in LSU, people were saying the offensive line was helping him look better. But – it's clear that in Cincinnati, he was kind of the driver of that offense, despite those weaknesses. But yes, unfortunately, it looks like Mixon is probably not going to play. I mean, there's not, there's not many quarterbacks on their rookie year that are going to go out and throw the ball 50 times. That's true. And kind of have to. You know, he goes down early, other team runs the ball, and still keeps scoring when he got to play behind with quick possessions and quick plays. It's, it was hard for Burrow. I mean, he tore his ACL and MCL. So, it's about as bad as it can get. Yeah. But, you know, speedy recovery for him and everybody else. Praying for, him. Praying for yeah. him. All right. Let's go into some trade scenarios. So, I'm just going to pull up a couple <laughs> of things that I've had, I found on these subreddits and forums. And you're just going to tell me if it's good or not. Some of these, like, the information is, like, incomplete, right? They're, I'm just basing it off the comments. All right. Okay. Number one, do I trade Antonio Gibson for Calvin Ridley in full PPR? My other running backs are Chubb and James Robinson, and my other receivers are Keenan Allen and A.J. Brown. So, Gibson I mean, for Ridley? Yeah. 
I've I I would do it. I think Gibson's great, and not trying to downplay what Gibson has done for the Washington football team's run game and actually making him viable. Mm-hmm. But I think, man, that man Calvin really is. He's he puts up a different type of numbers, man. He's he built is. different, bro. I feel he like definitely. either way, they're, they're probably fine, right? Because he's got Brown and Keenan Allen, right? Those are good wide receivers. You're going to start them. Chubb mm-hmm. and J- James Robinson, they're also good starting running backs. So I feel like you just it's just going to be the one-for-one, one, right? You Whoever gets the better player is going to win this one. And I think Ridley's better than Gibson. I feel like whoever has an easier schedule. Schedule. And I think it's I think it might be Washington. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Atlanta, Atlanta has Las Vegas, New Orleans, Chargers, Tampa Bay, Kansas. We aren't the greatest matchups. Yeah. And uh, Gibson see. has yeah. Dallas. Seattle. No, that, that's Carolina. Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. That's those, those are his three matches, but he also goes up against Pittsburgh and uh, the Niners. In the playoffs, though, right? Ooh. What week do the playoffs start? Because like it's like different, isn't 15, it? For six? 16, 14, 15, 16 is usually the playoffs. Yeah. 14, 15. Yeah. Gibson would have the Niners and then Seattle and Carolina. Well, yeah, I mean, now Gibson I feel like got you're screwed either way, right? Your schedule's not that great for either one. I mean, you know, I mean, it's. Well, either way, that guy's in a good position. I feel like Gibson, Gibson has a good, decent matchup. Carolina's defense isn't the greatest. Seattle's defense is atrocious. And you have Niner defense, which was a shell of what once it was last year. Okay, but still no. kind of formidable. But, <laughs> um, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like if uh, if anything, I would hold on to Gibson um, if you're unsure about it because you already kind of have him. You don't have to play that risk because he is, I, I in, a, in a sense, trending upwards or Calvin Ridley kind of has peaked for this season in a sense if you think about it because I mean it Calvin Ridley's numbers at the beginning of the season haven't been the same as they were right now his numbers right now are good yeah he's injured and his numbers are all pretty good still I mean but it was Ridley from the beginning of the season that was dropping 30 40 fantasy points a week that was the one you were kind of sought after. So I think it comes down to like, do you want to like at towards the end, do you need a boom? Like, do you need a boom? Cause I think Calvin really provides you a, a better like chance of booming towards mm-hmm. the end of the like, season, just because of how much Matt Ryan likes to like th- garbage time, Matt, dude, he loves, yes, to I love garbage time, Matt. He is <laughs> the go. Unless he doesn't have Julio. If he doesn't have Julio, he, yeah, if he doesn't have Julio, then a pumpkin. Like I can't like that. That's the, that's the duality of Matt Ryan. It's so weird because Ridley does better with Julio in, um, Hayden Hurst does better, way better with Julio in. Like, he had zero points this week. That was ridiculous. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the whole Falcons wrong. offense was awful this, year, this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could it's just the be the Saints defense, but, yeah. it's just. I think it's the Saints defense, too. Yeah. It's probably Great. a little bit of both. I don't – maybe they're also, like, rusty coming out of the bye. Like, there's a lot of factors involved. But we've seen usually over the – as the season progresses, like, Julio is needed to make that offense, like, run everyone to get uh, be fantasy viable yeah i don't yes yeah, so- I, I would say like maybe gibson like i'd say it's a toss-up it's just like whether you want running back depth or wide receiver depth like i don't know it's maybe always better to have running back depth though just always. an fyi yeah. because even if you can't move won't move him for ridley maybe you can move him for someone else so i would just make sure you hold on to i would say just hold on to gibson because he's still like i said earlier trending upwards and maybe you could you know, he has another good week, and then you can move him for a little bit more than Ridley. Um, whereas, I feel like, you know, with Ridley, he's kind of injured, kind of not. 
and kind of playing through injuries, which doesn't really help anybody's like case. So I feel like the safer option right now is Gibson. So I would just ride with Gibson until until but, it's over. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I, I yeah I agree. It's just I just said if like if you need if you want to boom, if you need something to like help you win like and you're already at like a loss. Mm-hmm. You need that last resort. I would go with Calvin Ridley, but if you're if you feel like you're safe, and you just want like a safe play, just keep Gibson. I'd say if you want to go gamble, I'd say go Ridley. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So that's only for me too, though. Yeah. Three wide receiver league, zero half PPR. Um, so this one's a very interesting one. Um, it looks like a no-brainer at first, but let's look at the logic of what they're saying. My Alvin Kamara. For their Kenyon Drake and Michael Thomas. Obvious recency <laughs> bias. Obvious recency bias from this past week, but I'm very tempted. I'm very worried that Taysom Hill is not going to target Kamara, who has allowed only one target, but he threw to Thomas a lot. And Drake is looking kind of better. But things could change quickly again. Who knows? Is Kamara still too much to give up? I'd still say yes, right? You can't, like, you can't base everything just on one game, right? I mean, but, well, let's, let's, be, let's, be, let's, let's keep it... Like, let's not act like well, Kamara and Thomas haven't played together and strived together before. So mm-hmm. there is, there is an, there is a, I guess, a, an outcome where the, the Saints have a great rushing attack with Hill and Kamara, and their short, atta- their short passing game would be Thomas, and then they can all kind of strive, which I think would probably be the more realistic option. Um, I would think about doing that trade if you don't have depth because you are getting two really good players for just one amazing player. Um, if you're kind of struggling and you're kind of towards headed towards playoff but not almost there, I would go for the two just because, you know, you can use two starters instead of one. But if you're at the top of your league right now and you have Kamara and you're trying to stay ahead of it, I would just keep Kamara. He's gotten you this far, and I would just rock with it. Now, would you sell Kamara at any point right now, G? Because I know you love him. You have him in five out of six leagues. Would you sell him in any of these leagues? I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sell him in any of my leagues. I think because every league that I have him in, I'm in the upper half of my rankings. So if it's working out for me, I'm not gonna try to change stuff. I mean, that could end up hurting me. But at the same time, I'd rather ride it out with someone who's gotten me to like nine and two, eight and three, and then try to switch it up when I'm nine and two, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. You don't want to change. You don't want to rock the boat. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I have Kamara in one league. I'm a little tempted right now because I am kind of worried about, because I don't know if Drew Brees comes back by the playoffs. Like I, I yeah, exactly. I wouldn't, I have no idea because 11 broken ribs is a lot. So I mm-hmm. really don't know. And if the Saints, if Saints do well with Taysom Hill again next week, you could see the Breeze return pushed back later and later. Um, if they start struggling, drop a couple games that they're not supposed to, then you might see Breeze come back a little earlier. Um, I don't think you should look at the Breeze injury in deciding on what you should do with Thomas or Kamara, even though like that might sound a little wild. But if you're thinking about it, um, Kamara – is kind of like their whole rush attack and their pass attack, whereas Michael Thomas is almost all their whole pass attack. Because, I mean, we thought Drew Reese couldn't push the ball down the field. Taysom Hill can't either. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of short passes. And maybe Kamara wasn't involved in their passing game this week, but 
Sean Payton knows how well how important Kamari is for their team. That's why he's I mean, obviously he got his extension and also been targeted so much in the beginning part of the season. So they're not going to start trending away from that now because Taysom's in. Exactly. All right, let's move on. Let's get in another one in. All right, Taysom Hill market is up for grabs right now. People are trading this man like a hot potato. This is an interesting one. Trade Antonio Brown, receive Taysom Hill. PPR league, my quarterback is Ben, Big Ben Roethlisberger. My wide receivers, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Deontay Johnson, Antonio Brown, and Debo Samuel. Well, shout out this guy. He sounds like a Steelers fan. <laughs> How do you know that? Just based off what? I would 100% do that trade. I 100% trade Antonio Brown for Taysom Hill. Because Taysom like Hill. we just, right? Taysom Hill, right? For uh-huh. Antonio Brown? I would yeah. take Taysom Hill 100% of the time. Because the Steelers have hard matchups. And Ben is a good quarterback in real life, but does not replicate good fantasy stats. Where I think Taysom Hill is the exact opposite, where he gets great fantasy numbers. And sometimes if you watch him play, you're like, this guy is not a quarterback. But it doesn't matter technically in fantasy, if you know what I mean. Like, it's yeah. great that he's – yeah, he's Tim Tebow. He runs around and he scores touchdowns. He gets a lot of rushing touchdowns and rushing yards, which is basically makes him a running back. And to have a running back at quarterback is an advantage. And you already seem like you have a running wide receiver figured out. I don't see in which week you'd want to bench either Hopkins. He had Hopkins and Devontae Adams. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. You don't need Antonio Brown. I'd hate to say that we don't have a player like that, and that's not possible. That's not, but we unfortunately have had this in like one of our main leagues. Uh, but yes, <laughs> he, that's the same guy who had Taysom Hill also at tight end. Um, hmm. Yeah, not fun. Fantastic. <laughs> Let's see, who, what other ones can we do here? Attempt to offer Julio Jones for Antonio Brown and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. The guy has Godwin and doesn't play Antonio Brown. So that means he's not in his lineup. He's a Falcons fan. I'm in a two-week must-win situation, and Julio is looking like a no-go at worst. In a mid-game exit at best. So Julio for Antonio Brown and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, right? Mm-hmm. His running backs are DeAndre Swift, Mike Davis, and Kareem Hunt. That is a horrible running back committee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, it sounds like this man yeah. is pretty, pretty far in the waters right now, and he needs some help. <laughs> he needs you help need Clyde, right? Short. But Clyde is—we don't know. Like, okay, Gav, you have Clyde. Like, would you start Clyde on an, like, on a like weekly basis? I know. I mean, with his, know. with his team, with his squad, yeah. Like, dude, that. that oh. Who are you gonna start over him, DeAndre Swift, bro? Come on. <laughs> DeAndre Swift uh, is looking better. I want to say that. Like, I, wa- I saw it one week before. I wanted to trade for DeAndre Swift, but I couldn't get him. I think oh, yeah. And he, I think he's, I think he's, he's hurt now, isn't he? Isn't yeah. He like... Concussion. So, yeah. I don't know how the fuck that happened. He was in practice. He was practiced practice. full. And then he got a concussion the next practice. And I was like, how the fuck does that happen? Like, you... <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing, Matt Patricia? But, Yes. I mean, Hunt and Swift, they're, they're doable. Like, I'd say in half-point PPR, like, they have a lot of pass-catching potential, but they're just not consistent, right? But Yeah, neither, you want to play them when they got, a good, they got a good matchup or something. You want to play them week to week. They're not the level yeah, of, like, Mike a... Mike Davis, too. Oh, boy. Like, uh, like, <laughs> Mike like, Davis. 
Clyde has like Tampa Bay, Denver, Miami, New Orleans, and Atlanta for the next couple of weeks. So I, I might play them like Miami, Atlanta, but yeah. I don't. I wouldn't trust them with like the Saints. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. Maybe. I would do that. I mean, it just comes down to like your team individually, and this guy's team does sound a little stinky. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm. I mean, I would. I, I if he says he's in a desperation mode and he needs to get the next two wins or something like that. Yeah. I mean, and Julio's not going to be there. You might as well just go get A, B, and Clyde. I mean, at least they'll be playing. Just like with Calvin Ridley's schedule, Julio's schedule is also not that great. So I think that you should take this move. A B is a rising asset. You need Clyde. Is he so, really a rising asset though? Come yes. on, Matt. Don't I start like capping half, now. Half, no half way. Do they have a connection? AB is getting so many targets right now. I think he had like ten catches last. Uh, I have him. Let me check. Let me check right now. Yes. Hold on. He, but he, yeah, he's getting great Brady. amount of catches. But that's not that's not fair every week, Brand. Like that's he's okay as a Steelers fan. AB is amazing, but right okay, like sure. that's undebatable. His talent <laughs> and his level, his route running and all that is um, impeccable, right? But at the end of the day, he, there's Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette, and uh, what's his name, uh, Ronald Jones, and yeah. Cameron Bray and Gronk. There's no way he's just going to keep getting so many touches. This is not the Steelers from three years ago with no other weapons on the team where they just have to feed Antonio Brown. That's not the Steelers. No, but like Tom Brady has – the only person who has a better connection with Tom uh, Tom is Gronk. And like Gronk, even that, that isn't getting as many targets. So I would still go with Antonio – I would – Antonio Brown is so rising. You really, you really think he's gonna get ten targets a week? That's insane. Well, I, I don't think he gets ten targets a week. No, not a, I yeah, but I think it's enough. Yeah. I think he's gonna get a majority of the targets because for some reason Tom Brady has adopted this man as his child. Like the oh, I can't say it as a child oh. he never had, and like he hey, is just watch your mouth when you talk about the God. Hey, I'm trying to not analyze here. Okay, quit. Okay, but I'm just saying that AB is going to be like. He's not going to be a number one. He's not going to be the number one fantasy wide receiver for your team. But you can put him in the flex. You can put him in as a wide receiver, too. He's going to no. get the catches. You're going to get some PPR points from just from the amount of targets he's going to get. I'm not going to say he's going to get a lot of yards. But he – I would have been more so interested if it was a full PPR. His half PPR kind of hurts my value for him. That's true. I think, I think if it's half PPR, you kind of want points. Like you want catches and yards. Maybe like – I mean, I don't think – He's going to be racking up the most amount of yards either. But and the touchdown, he's not going to be a touchdown guy either because they got Mike Evans and they got running backs. And so I just – it's hard for me to see that, like, consistent value from A.B. because you're kind of relying on, like Matt and Gav said, it targets, and you don't want to just target – like, you just want to have one, like, way he can score, you know? You want him to be able to be a deep threat and get touchdowns. But – all that type of stuff doesn't really go in Antonio Brown because they got other guys to do it better. Plus, you know? Brady can't throw deep. They, whoa, yeah. whoa, yeah. whoa! I don't like that little they, jab, dude. They got Chris Godwin who run, who who runs deeper routes better. They got Mike Evans who gets red zone touchdowns better. I mean, Antonio Brown's only good for like their short intermediate passing work game, but they were. But run the ball Tom Brady loves to do that. He loves to throw that. Yeah. Yeah, he does, but they're a run first team anyways, like just like they were in New England. They mm-hmm. run the ball like twenty times, and then they throw a play action to check down to Tom, AB like on third down. That's about as much Tom Brady can do nowadays. The thing is, it's weird because I thought <laughs> Godwin was gonna what? What did you just? Godwin <laughs> basically is the one that I thought would get still the same amount of work because he's in the slot. AB is not gonna take over the slot. The thing is, Godwin's numbers have been diminishing 
uh, ever since AB came in. Mike Evans mm-hmm. is fine. I think Mike Evans is like, you start him every week. But AB right now, I think he's taking over the Godwin. Like, he's splitting the Godwin role. And now both of them aren't as nice as they could have been if the other wasn't there. But, like, I'd still – I'd favor AB over Godwin right now. That's what I mean. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd, I'd probably go with AB over Godwin as well just because AB has that connection with Brady. They yeah. played previously, and he's kind of like Tom Brady's, like, steps in. So, kind of well, God, love Godwin, Godwin has been hurt, hasn't he? Yeah, he has, that, he, he has a dislocated but, finger, but he's still there, right? He's still playing right now. I can yeah. play through a dislocated finger. Kobe, yeah, I feel okay, like I feel go like, ahead, do it. <laughs> I, I feel like it. in a, in Fucking non-PPR, <laughs> I feel like AB and Godwin are, like, kind of similar. But, like, PPR, I feel like Godwin you has, have to like, kinda... the upper hand. Godwin? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like he's just getting a lot more um, targets. For some reason, AB like Brady loves AB more than he loves Godwin, and I love Godwin more than I love AB. I, I it hurts me. It physically hurts me to say that like Godwin is declining in terms of value, but I think that's just how it is right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, you can go to the next one. Okay. Uh, let me check these down the board. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, 10-man PPR just got offered. Give Michael Thomas slash Metcalf plus Gordon slash Edmonds. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. It's like it's either either Michael Thomas or DK Metcalf plus either Melvin Gordon or Chase Edmonds. And you get Aaron Jones. Your current running back. So so running back one more time. So Aaron Jones. Yeah, it's Aaron Jones for either Thomas slash Metcalf. And um, one of Edmonds and Gordon. And his current running backs are Henry, Sanders, Edmonds, and Gordon. And his wide receivers are Metcalf, Allen Robinson, um, Gordon. That's weird. There's no Gordon wide receivers, right? Okay. Josh Gordon. Oh, sorry, Josh Gordon. This is fucking (laughs) funny. Michael Thomas and Curtis Samuel. (laughs) That man's not in the league. Where the fuck is he? (laughs) You can't even say this soon, bro. Chill, chill. It's coming. It's coming. What is it for? Like the fucking dozen times. Yeah, but no. Um, I think I think that guy had. I, I I don't know. I don't know about that trade. I feel like he's giving up a lot for Aaron Jones. And the Packers' offense is so wishy-washy. I don't know how else to explain it. They look like the best team in the league one week, and then they're like next week they look like they don't forgot how to play football. Here's the thing, though, right? His his wide receivers are Metcalf, Allen Robinson, whoever the fuck Gordon is, Michael mm-hmm. Thomas, and Curtis Samuel. Like Metcalf, Robinson, Michael Thomas. Those are the starters that I think are there, right? So you're give, giving up either one of them, right? But you already have Henry Sanders, right? Henry – Derrick Henry and Miles Sanders is good. I'd I'd be okay yeah. with that. Like, why are you giving that? Why do you need Aaron Jones? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I don't know. That doesn't seem like a need trade. It seems like a, I like Aaron Jones and I want to waste my players trying to get Aaron Jones. But yeah, and it's PPR too. He's not going to get you PPR points, right? He's he doesn't catch. And then like, yeah, you give up Metcalf slash Thomas, right? I nah, Metcalf and Thomas. I think Metcalf obviously been going ridiculous this whole season Seahawks have an easy light it's like easy I think they have the easiest schedule remaining um so Russell Wilson's gonna put up numbers and put up touchdowns we know that that's a given and then Michael Thomas just got back and in the one week he's been back he already dropped what 20 plus already so you want to trade him that's on you but 
I think I think you're sounding fine there. All right, mm-hmm. Let's do. Oh, you. No, yeah. okay, fine. If we're gonna go, move on. Is but, there any, like anything you want to say? I, I, okay. Just to be devil's advocate, I would take that trade just because it puts you over the top and like running back. Like you have your flex would be Aaron Jones or Miles Sanders. That's the fucking disgusting. That's how I won my league where I had like a three running back set and it it was just popping off. And you you already have Metcalf, who's like a guaranteed bucket. And he, because of the Seahawks' schedule, or as you said, G, the Seahawks' schedule is pretty easy going forward. And you have Allen Robinson. Okay, you might have like a weak running wide receiver too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it still sounds like you're pushing. It's you're you're over the top at that point. Not about that, Michael yeah. Thomas. It's always that. You it's would really want to trade Michael right? Thomas. I would. I wouldn't even want to do Michael Thomas for Aaron Jones straight up. Let alone add someone on on top of Michael Thomas for Aaron. Oh Jones. no, but Aaron Jones is also like his. The next schedule. The schedule is pretty. Like, it looks pretty good, except for this week. It's Chicago. They play after Chicago week twelve. They play Philly. They play Detroit, Carolina, and Tennessee. So I mean, like I, I could see like Aaron Jones like getting he, like this end of season push is just fucking nasty. I could see it happening. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I think it's the it's a matter of depth but it's versus like, it's, talent, yeah. right? So you you give up like two or three starters that aren't as good for one star, like that's just the that's a gamble. You're just gonna have to take that gamble. You're gonna say, okay, is this star really enough to push me over the top? And am I gonna be able to get enough replacements to like fill out the rest of my roster? Like, that's just a you decision. How much do you like this player? How much do you like that schedule? Like, this is the kind of decision that a lot of trade deadline trades, I feel like, are. Like, yeah, I, I, I bet I do agree. That's a lot of material yeah. you're giving away. It's all starters, I, too. If you, if, if you were going to do that trade, if you really wanted Aaron Jones, you can do Metcalf or Thomas for him straight yeah, up. Yeah, you could do straight otherwise, up. Yeah. Otherwise, I think, like, you might have a good you might be onto something if Aaron Jones, you know, good blow up, but like at that point, even if he does get like twenty this next week, does that really you gotta think of it as like he's getting you one twenty, right? And maybe Thomas gets you fifteen and then if you're trading like Melvin Gordon, I think it was, right? Or mm-hmm. the other running yeah. back he had, yeah, that's he another had. seven, eight points, you know. So you're ending up trading more points than you're getting back, and that's if Aaron Jones plays good every week. And if he doesn't, you're really screwed because you could have had multiple options. And especially with like, you know, who knows what happens next week with COVID or some shit. So you want that, you want that flexibility. You don't want to give up two for one trades unless it's like for Kamara or for for like, you know, someone up there is like, that's really, really going to change your team outcome completely, which I don't think Aaron Jones is going to do that for you. By the way, I'd yeah. consider like I'd consider adding someone. I'd say yeah, I'd add give you that. that. Yeah, give me yeah. some crappy wide receiver or something like someone you mm-hmm. like, and then just give me I can plug in when yeah. I, if I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mostly if you want to do trades, this goes for all trades. Um, unless you're like stack, don't try to do two for one trades. You know, if you got met a lot of depth, then you want to obviously trade some of that depth to get one bona fide starter. That's kind of how I go with my above my trades, but for the most part, I, if I'm giving you two, I want two back. And if I'm giving you wide receiver running back, I want a wide receiver running back back. Don't ever like like Ooh, start dog. changing how many had... running backs you have <laughs> and how many wide receivers you got. I think we have different philosophies there. I always trade a bunch of people for my just one guy. Really? But that's just because I gamble. I like to gamble. Matt's a gambler. Um, yeah. <laughs> I agree okay. with you, though, G. I would, I would There's a reason Matt's in sixth in our league, and I'm in first. Yeah, all okay. right. You listen right. to who you, you want. No trades. You listen to who you want. There's been no <laughs> trades in our league. 
I'm going to gamble okay. right now. I mean, I'm I don't need to trade somebody. anybody. You know I'm gambling too. I could just realized you have a Kamara G. I'll give you Julio. I'll give you Herbert. I'll give you I don't want any of them. Three for one. Let's go right now. That's funny, man. Okay, let's do a trash for trash trade. Um, my Tyler Boyd for Jonathan Taylor. We know Boyd's now declining in terms of value. We just said that. And Except Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. You want you would take Gav? You said you'd accept Jonathan yeah. Taylor. Mm-hmm. I would. Yeah, I I'll, think so. I would. Yeah. You'd accept Jonathan Taylor? I wouldn't accept Jonathan. I, I guess because of Tyler Boyd, like you'd I mean, have to be okay. basically be certain about that, right? I don't I'm, like I'm that dumpster to... fire, bro. Yeah, I don't like the dumpster fire, but I also do like Jonathan Taylor's matchups coming up with Tennessee, Houston, Vegas, Houston, and then Pittsburgh week 16. But, I mean, other than week 16, those are relatively really good matchups. And, I mean, only problem you're going to have with Taylor is if, if he's going to get the, the, the workload, which is – kind of been the problem which is weird because you know you've seen other Ricky running backs kind of take the running back like role like DeAndre Swift yeah. Clyde um, a bunch of other guys have kind of like asserted JK themselves Dobbins as a number one yeah JK yeah. Dobbins yeah they all asserted themselves as number one except for Taylor who just doesn't get touches and they keep going in Hines for some odd reason so I that'd be my only concern but at this point the the, the Bengals receivers are trash you gotta get oh, yeah, whatever would, value if you can get taylor for boyd at this point i would do that's it a steal for me yeah yeah i would only do it basically if i was i needed a running back i would do it because i like running backs and i like running back depth so i would trade boyd for taylor at the same time i wouldn't start taylor at all for a while because i still can't trust him like what do you Sometimes mean for a while? There's only four weeks left in fantasy okay. football. Yeah. If you don't start it now, show me two weeks of consistent production. Because look, he there's just like he gets three, seven, three, and then he gets eleven. Like it's just he's just not consistent enough. And like with the Colts, it seems like they always going with the hot hand. They're just like, oh, Naheem Hines is showing something today. We're just going to give it to him from now on. Yeah, or, but, but like, if they're playing – but the way the Colts guy. play yeah. is they're going to run the ball. Yeah, they're going to run it, a lot. That's why. And then they – you've seen against the Packers, even when they were down by 14 and a half, they decided to come out the half running the ball. Like, what type of team does that? That's what the Colts are because they got side arms, no condom using Phillip Rivers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, you got me thinking about another thing. Okay. What do I got to think about? Philip yeah, Rivers and 19 kids? We're going to be moving on to the next <laughs> uh, We're just going to go over the matchups. We're going to um, just – I'm going to name a bunch of fantasy star, um, viable players, say if you would start them or not. I think I'd like skip a couple of them. Uh, and some of them are going to want a little bit more questioning. All right. Lions at Texans. Um, we have an injured Matthew Stafford. Are we starting him? Um, yeah. Just a yes for me. Okay. Galladay's coming back, too, this week. I don't think he's coming back. I don't think he's coming back. As a Galladay owner, I don't think he's going to come back until... As, an, as another Galladay owner, I pray uh, that he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a desperate situation. When did you draft him? Um, he's in one of my other leagues, but... Yeah. What, like, but what round? what round did you draft him? Uh, I want to say I drafted him as my... I, like I said, I went double running back, so I think he was in my first running back or my wide receiver too. So ah, okay, I, I think I drafted him in, in the fourth. He was my first wide receiver off the board, and right. I've been dying at wide receiver. Thanks for the AJ Brown waiver wire pickup, though. 
Mm. And they dropped AJ Brown, and I was able to pick him up. So stupid. Yeah, Go just on, an FYI, <laughs> Galladay is a did not practice today. He was downgraded to DNP, which is usually yep. not a good sign, especially when you got a Thursday game. You want to kind of pick players that are kind of going the exact opposite direction. They're getting off the DNP, which is did not practice, or they're going more towards questionable or game time decision. Um, where they're going, turning backwards, you can probably assume that he's going to be out. And if he's going to be out, I'm probably going to have to switch my vote on Matthew Stafford to a no. Yeah. I, I, he, like, the thing is, Stafford's been good sometimes with Galladay out. Like, Marvin Jones Jr., he's been good. Like, okay, first of all, would you start Marvin Jones Jr., no matter what? No. That's the next one. No. I, I would start Not him no matter if, what. Okay. I would start him if he – yeah, no, never mind. If, if the is no out, matter what. Galladay's no. out, though. No, because Galladay nope. was out last week, and this man had nine points. Who? Jones? Marvin Jones, yeah, bro. He had, nine points. he had nine points with him out, right? Yeah, with him out. He doesn't do he's not it. Matthew Stafford and their whole team dropped zero points last week, bro. I don't well, the, okay, the Lions are the most yeah. unpredictable team to try to like I've ever seen, man. The, you don't know what's gonna come from them. You don't know who they're gonna be. They have like three wins and they beat like the Cardinals, but they couldn't beat like Miami or fucking Washington or anything. They, they couldn't even put up a touchdown against Carolina. You don't know what you're going to get with them, and especially Jones because, like, yeah. he's a number two. So if he's going to get – I mean, obviously the Texans don't have good corners or any corners, but, I mean, it's going to be an ugly game. You know, I, have value there. I have Galladay. I didn't pick up Jones at all because I, I can't trust him. But the thing is he has been putting up some points. And ever since Galladay was injured in standard scoring, 15.9, 10.3, 15.6. Yes, to Carolina, he dropped the ball on that one. But I think that you could see him as a flex option. I'd say you could see him as a desperate flex if you needed to, if Galladay is out. Yeah, I, I for the most part, I do agree. I mean, if there's good – I mean, the Lions are probably going to be down at some point in the game. And they're probably going to have to pass the ball. It just depends on who. And – Hopefully, unlike last week, they actually do complete the ball when they pass it. <laughs> and they actually score a point. That'd be nice. Yeah, I mean, that would be nice to get some touchdowns. You don't see shutouts anymore. It's weird. You should yeah, be proud, right? but for fantasy, you'd be very mad. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you have the defense. Yeah. <laughs> if you have the Panthers' defense starting against the Lions last week, you might be one happy owner. I'm sure I'm sure so many people are starting the Panthers' defense right now. <laughs> Like this guy's, they're, they're so good. I can't All wait. All three of you, congratulations. Okay. <laughs> um, DeAndre Swift, Adrian Peterson. Let's let's say DeAndre Swift is playing. Would you start him? If not, would you play Adrian Peterson? Mm. I, oh, mm. so if, if Swift is if Swift is healthy and he plays, start Swift. Because Texans defense is atrocious. But if Swift doesn't play, I would not start AP because AP is not going to get many yards. His production is going to come from touchdowns, and I just. Like this last week, I don't know how many touchdowns are going to be scored. Yeah, I don't know if you're relying on both of them. I'd probably like I, even if, because I don't know how I don't know how I'm pretty sure they're like pretty touchy on co- concussion. Like they don't want to like risk another like you could like die. You know, one of the brand juice. <laughs> I, I might start AP. Like even if you if you have to choose between the two, I would like if you oh, have no. to choose if you like Swift. Swift like you definitely if you have like, both of them and you actually have to put one of them in. Like holy shit, you might as well just. I don't know. Pick somebody up off the waivers. I'd say I'd say ceiling like why like Swift is like you're running back to you probably. Your ceiling for Peterson again is like a flex. Right? It's basically yeah. It's your desperate flex. Right. Yeah, if ooh, you're really ooh. like down in and you really need a guy to start at the Thursday morning, because that's a problem. Which your oh, yeah. with, with okay. If you're gonna start Peterson or Swift, 
please do me a favor and do not start them at your flex position. Start them okay, at yes, running yeah. back and move one of your running backs to flex so it gives you the opportunity to move players around. You do not want to lock in the only position where you can move different positions into it, which is your flex. So you can have a tight end or a running back or a wide receiver. But if you're going to start someone like Adrian Peterson, move him to running back, move one of your bona fide starters to flex just in case. But if you're really that in desperate trying to get Peterson, to, if you're starting Peterson to fantasy, it's probably not looking good anyways for your matchup. Yeah. <laughs> just, unfortunate. Just unfortunate. But the truth has been spoken. Here. If it was 2011, you'd probably be first place. In your oh, league. yeah. yeah. You'd, be, you'd be popping off. MVP, dude. All day. Um, I think he's reached uh, Frank Gore territory, though. Like, he, like he's basically the old man who, like, comes and steals your snaps, and then, like, he doesn't do enough in terms of production. That's to start, crazy. yeah. He's just a – he's a nice locker room presence. I don't know. He's not going to – he's not fantasy notable. He's got to be a good locker room presence. Like, I don't know what yeah, – he probably, he probably brings a switch around with him. Ah, I, was <laughs> I was about to make a joke, but you beat me too. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Okay, TJ Hawkinson, I'd say you'd start him because he's just yeah. like, tight end yeah. wasteland. I mean, but it's tight, yeah, tight end is really... tight end wasteland. Yeah. Hawkinson's a fucking monster out of air <laughs> with his one touchdown every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, okay. if Galladay doesn't play, I think Hawkinson will be the lead target guy for their week. So if Galladay is out, I would 100% start Hawkinson. Yep, that's in the trend. Okay, Texans, Deshaun Watson, you'd probably start him. Will Fuller, you start him. Um, okay, these are the interesting ones. Duke Johnson, man. What do we think mm. about him? Like, he has been... Uh, I don't know, it's Gav weird. Played weird. Gab played him against me, and then he sucked, and I was glad for that. Then I picked him up after Gab dropped him. Fucking bitch. And then he started for me in the flex, and he sucked. And now, <laughs> what do we do with Duke Johnson? Here? I think there's a trend here. Yeah, very much a trend. I'm going to let you figure out the Nando, trend. you want him? Nando, you can, like, I, you can pick him up. I'm okay with that. Mark, no. We're just going to pass around We're just gonna pass around uh, Duke Johnson like a, like a no, stripper. Like a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I wouldn't. Then again, then again, use and abuse. Okay, but... Okay, well, I have a question for you guys. Who, yes. I have a question for you guys. Peterson or Duke Johnson? If Swift's out. Duke Johnson. Duke, Duke Johnson, Johnson, for sure. Nah, I'll take Easy. Peterson, bro. Yeah, I'd take Peterson, bro. Oh, I would take God. Peterson, bro. The thing is, Thing is, I think there's a higher though. chance that Peterson gets like a one yard rushing touchdown than Duke Johnson does anything. The thing is, because they Peterson, just want they, like he has a higher be. floor. Like Duke sucks. If he sucks, he sucks. Like he's like he gets nothing. But if he's yeah, good, I mean he's last last game, Adrian, let me hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Last game, Adrian Peterson had seven rushes for 18 yards. Come on, bro. That's two points something <laughs> to carry, bro. <laughs> Dude, that's just fire. Oh my <laughs> god, let me start that, man. You should start it. Yeah. No, kill yourself. Okay. Yeah. The thing is, <laughs> Duke Johnson, like, his matchups weren't that great, right? He had the Browns. I think they're an average defense. And then the Patriots are pretty good defense. This is Detroit. This is Detroit. They're, they are, like, one of the worst-run defenses in the NFL. Like, right. You could conceivably convince yourself to start him just because the matchup is good. The carries are good. Like, you're going to get a lot of carries from Duke, I guess. But you will be faced. It's like the Christian Kirk problem. Like, you could have a whopper of a game. You could get 30 points out of nothing. Or you'll get nothing. Honestly, for this weekend, I'll just make this prediction. I'm pretty sure that the Houston, they're going to have a field day. 
It's going to be no, bro. Ball. See, that's yeah. the problem, bro. When Ben bad teams play bad teams, you know what happens? Bad things. <gasps> Nothing good is going to come out of this game, bro. I Houston? promise you. Sad team? No, 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 no. They are right. a great team. Bill O'Brien's a great coach, huh? Yeah, Bill O'Brien was a great coach. They beat my Patriots, so I will respect them. Yeah, okay. they are a good team. A, yeah. Does that I mean we're know. a good team? We beat your Patriots. Kill yourself. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Niners are always garbage. That's so funny. <laughs> the Niners beat the Patriots. Yeah, it's true, though. I know it's true, but it's just so funny, the logic of NFL makes no sense to me. How the Niners will beat the Patriots and the Patriots will lose to – who did they lose to last week? Or they beat oh, the they Ravens. Beat, they beat they, Ravens, yeah. They beat the Ravens but then lose to the Texans. It's just, that's just NFL right there for you. And they're, like, personified. Like, it just doesn't make Ravens any sense. Suck. Ravens and exactly suck. why Detroit will win this week. Ooh, I don't know. Ah, I'd say I want to pick Houston because I like Houston more. But I can't – Shake the fact. I don't know. I feel like Detroit also like they suck in Thanksgiving games. I feel like they don't win ever. On Why? Who decided Detroit needs to be part of Thanksgiving, bro? What part of Thanksgiving? <laughs> the like, what did Detroit ever do for Thanksgiving? <laughs> Dude, I don't know, be- but like I, there are so many Detroit Lion fans out there. It just makes no sense. Is it actually, it? I've never, I've never yes, met a guy dude, I, that I, openly no, came up to me and said, "Hey, yeah, bro, I'm a proud Lions fan, bro." <laughs> <laughs> dude, no, I'm telling you, there's like a secret den that I don't know. It's like a fucking cult. I would want to. I would probably be secret about it too. If I was a Lions fan, I wouldn't be proud about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I'm just joking. Detroit is a good place. I want to visit there someday. Please, I'm just joking. I wouldn't want to visit the Lions too, even if I went to Detroit. (laughs) Stay away from that stadium. (laughs) I want Detroit fans make you out there like hate on us all you want, but that proves your existence. So good for us now we get to know if you're if you're a lions fan listening to this bro i condemn you you don't even have to say anything bro just just we we appreciate you (laughs) we appreciate all your suffering we appreciate the love we appreciate the love you have for this sport thank you you are the true champions Because there's no a, goddamn way I'd be watching football if my team was that fucking horrible. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, your team's not very great right now, all right? I, I don't know. Maybe you're not watching football right now, but... Whoa, 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 whoa. are not very okay, good. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's strategic, okay? Strategic. Yeah, hey, all, all the Belichick coaches are going to be back. You can have them all back. Bill O'Brien, Matt Patricia, <laughs> who else are there? They're all going to be on the waiver wire for the Patriots to come pick up the game, bro. No, dude, it's... it's Bill O'Brien, <laughs> offensive coordinator, Matt Patricia, defensive coordinator, run it back, oh, oh, run it back, uh, Super nightmares. Bowl, here we come, Cam nightmares. Newton. <laughs> nightmares. That's a, that's oh, a legendary God. cast right there. If I have to say so myself, Cam Newton, <laughs> Bill O'Brien, and Matt Patricia. Oh man, let's fucking do it. I want it right now. That's my dream. They had to be plans. I can't believe they were. <laughs> should, should we move on to the next game? Okay, I think, yeah, I think that's fine. Duke Johnson, we'd, we'd bench him probably. I'd say bench him. Yeah, unless you're desperate, and if you're desperate, just give up on fantasy. Hell if you're yeah. going to start Duke Johnson this late in the season. I might start him still. That's how desperate <laughs> I am. I'll start Peterson if you start Duke Johnson. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> We're just both going to suffer then. I'm the, but I'm first place. <sighs> oh, my God. Dude, I've lost you twice now. I, I've given hope up. I just like, you know. I lost you twice too, but I'm, I'm a little bit resurgent. Cooper Cup almost got me there. 
I think I can take him in the last one. I will rape you in the last. Uh, one. I mean, no, whoa, no, I won't rape you. Whoa, 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 but I will fucking raw dog you like there's no tomorrow this week, Matt. You are going down. I am actually going to try this week. And then I'll fucking like trade all my players away to anybody who wants to win. After yeah, we'll this see week. about that. We'll see about that. I'm, I'm Damn, good. I like it. It's building. Yeah. The tensions are building between. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I hate you, though, G. Fucking A. I get. Oh, my God. I hate Kamara. I mean. Instant Kamara. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's a beautiful sight. <laughs> you love to see it. We do. The tears of the haters. All right, Washington versus Dallas. Uh, Alex Smith. Catch everybody. I don't, I don't think you start anyone here, right? You don't start Gibson. Any, Gibson. You don't start the quarterbacks, right? You don't start the quarterbacks. I would, yeah, I would start Gibson from Terry. Washington, and I would start obviously if you got Terry. I don't know why you would be in Chicken. I mean, that's a given. Um, I would also start uh, J.D. McKissick. He's a, the pass catcher for the the Ra- the, the, the Redskins. I was gonna say the the Washington football team. Um, say that he, anymore. The he's not. If you're if you're if you're if you're at the point where you're looking between like Peterson and who's the other guy we were just talking about, Duke Johnson. I would yeah, rather Duke go Johnson. out and get. I would rather go get J.D. McKissick. He's not he, he, that he much better, but right? he gets a bunch. It's Alex Smith, man. Let's see the yeah. greatest checkdown quarterback of all time. Exactly. Man loves it. Man, uh, yeah. So yeah. I would start those three guys. Um, I think that's like L. Thomas, like Logan Thomas or something. Their tight end for the football oh, yeah. team, garbage. Wouldn't start him. <laughs> I don't. I don't know who the number two is for Washington, but um, Steven Sims, bro. I, yeah, I wouldn't start him. <laughs> that's that's all I gotta say. Uh, okay, what about Zeke? Zeke, you can start probably right. Like I know he's been inconsistent, but I think you can start him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would start him. Um, how how, how do you guys feel about the – yeah, do you guys feel about – I mean, I feel like Amari Cooper for the most part is a, a must-start kind of at this point because he has been playing good, but it's just that quarterback play is so on and off, and Washington brings pressure with – obviously with Chase Young and their, their really good D-line, so it's going to make it uncomfortable for Andy Dalton to pass that much. And, I mean, it's going to be a low-scoring game, so I don't know how much value C.D. Lamb or Michael Gallup or – Schultz, is that your tiny name, right? Dalton Schultz, yeah. Yeah, Schultz. Dalton Schultz, yeah. I, I mean, what do you guys feel about Gallup and Lamb? Would you start them? Dude, mm. uh, Andy Dalton literally died the last time they faced the Reds. Like, <laughs> the, the Washington football team. The like, Washington football team the, trying to the, destroy everybody's career. <laughs> the only time, I would only start Amari Cooper. I wouldn't start C.D. Lamb. I'd give it another game because, again, I don't – C.D. Lamb's value dropped like a rock once Andy Dalton came in. He only recovered his value just last week against a very porous Minnesota. Uh, what a great catch, though. Yeah, it is a great yeah. catch. Yeah, not gonna amazing lie. catch. But I, I'd wait to start CD Lamb again. I'd like to see another consistent performance, but I wouldn't do it. Um, maybe as a flex. Mark Cooper, you start, though. So, so it sounds like Gallup, CD on the bench? Yeah, fuck Gallup. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, I feel bad for Gallup and Chris Godwin, bro. These number oh, three receivers man, on these teams, dude. man. Talented number three. Amazing. You could have you could have a collection of number three receivers from certain teams and have one of the best receiving cores. Like the number three for Tampa is Chris Godwin. He's getting wasted. Gallup's getting wasted. Like we got on the Steelers, we got like five number two receivers. They don't <laughs> got one number one. Was this all just to like... say that your fucking team is good? <laughs> uh, I mean, we'll I'm not that. gonna say no. Okay. <laughs> I would start the football team defense as well. I mean, we should throw that out there. Yeah. 
football team yeah. defense. They're actually a pretty yeah. good defense. Like, like they're actually pretty good. They're just and, Yeah. And then maybe kickers, what do you guys feel like? I feel like that's a pretty field goalie type of game. Doesn't seem like there's any touchdowns scored. Who's even the kicker so. for these guys? I don't no even clue. know. Who the I think the the Cowboys have Greg the leg, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean I'd I would start, start Greg. I, I wanna know about I did I think the football team got Dustin Hopkins too or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I would start both of them. I mean, I don't think anybody's looking for kicker advice, but yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't shit teams. <laughs> shit, shit teams. It's always start kickers when bad teams play bad teams. It always just kind of got to a kicking fest. And if if, if young young Hoku is available, just fucking start him. Young start him, my quarterback. South Korean sensation. I'm not gonna say anything. Okay. Not gonna... <laughs> okay. You just said something. Basically, you basically said. <laughs> <laughs> every time every time anyone says that it's a trigger okay um <laughs> sunday night thursday night football ravens at steelers um should be a fun matchup rivalry game lamar jackson do we start him he has no 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 i hate you, you guys start. yes don't start start start, start. <laughs> Why would you start him? So he's gonna throw two picks guaranteed. Nah, dude, he's gonna he's gonna ooh, and ooh, he, and and the real running backs on the team aren't his... even gonna be there. Dob, remember, Dobbins and Ingram both tested positive for Corona. They are both officially ruled out a hundred percent. They just weren't like false negatives or anything. They were like or the flow. Yeah, they weren't. They got full fully positive tests, so they're gonna be out for the game. So that depends on more on Lamar Jackson, and I think the more you depend on him to throw the ball, will be. Less rewarding Cross for you as a fantasy owner. Tremendous talent and a great player. Lamar Jackson yep. is a tremendous talent. Lamar's going for forty. Lamar's going for forty, mm-hmm. and then eating some Dude, turkey right this after. Is, this okay, is the time. that's not going to happen. This is when you lose. This is the first. This week is when you guys lose. This is we're not. If we're, okay, if we're going to lose, bro, I swear <laughs> to you, this we're not losing to the Ravens, bro. I hope so. I hate the Ravens and kicking them out of the playoff contention, basically, with the me when they're six and five. Would be amazing. Six, could you imagine three. that? Could you, they're six and four right now. Oh, six and four. And they're about Holy to be, if, they, if they lose to us, they're gonna be six and five. And then the Browns are gonna be seven and three already, and they're gonna be mm. eight and three quite possibly. So that's so sad as the Ravens. Like you're gonna be a worse record than the Cleveland fucking Browns. What if Cleveland? You got Mr. MVP. Mm. If Cleveland beats us, okay. I, 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 You're okay with that? They suffer. Yeah, I, I don't care. They, yeah, they, we've we've owned them for twenty years, anyways. <laughs> Pittsburgh Part Two. It's okay. For no, some no. reason, I hate Cleveland. I just don't like them. What? I love Baker. Have you not seen those commercials? No, fuck Baker. I like him as an actor. He's not a good quarterback. That's oh no, saying. he's good at both. He's he's good would, at acting uh, like a quarterback. And then, I mean, other than the Ravens, I would start. Um, on the Ravens offense, I would start Mark Andrews, and that's about it. And yeah. even then, Mark Andrews is going to be get a lot of touches because the running game is out, and he's their number one receiver because they don't know how to use actual receivers. So, yeah. rip to Hollywood. Also, down. start Dez, guys. Everybody start Dez. Yeah. <laughs> start him for the memes. Dude, if the Cowboys are always on Thanksgiving. Dez is known for being on the Cowboys. He's going to throw up Dez. Jesus Christ. He's the gonna throw scripted, it's scripted. It's the furthest line of logic I've ever seen. Like this he's gonna he's gonna score right two here. touchdowns for Tony Romo because he's gonna be he's gonna be on CBS. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> I swear they did that on purpose this week. They put the Ravens on CBS on Tony Romo's call just so Tony Romo could suck Dez all day. That doesn't make any sense. Why isn't it on NBC? 
No, nah, I think it is on NBC, but it's, I mean, it would be nice if Tony oh, Romo Oh, you meant the last week. So last week, week, yeah, Tony Romo oh, okay. was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I think the Ravens and I would, I, I, I went through my leagues and benched every Raven I had. Really? Uh, I don't think it's that a good matchup for them. You don't. But I also, like, if, I would if, also. Gus Edwards is on the waiver. Would you pick him up and start him at the flex? Yes. Gus Edwards, yeah, because they're going to run the ball. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of who they're going to run the ball with. And Gus Edwards is still a, a formidable running back. Like he's going to – he still requires some type of, like, attention. He's not, like, complete ass. Like, he is a viable starting running back. So, if you Gus Edwards is out there and you need a flex, I would go Gus Edwards over all the 10 guys we talked about earlier. Yeah, very true. Duke Johnson, no, nah, I would take <laughs> Gus. Mm-hmm. Gus Bus. Gus the but, bus. I mean – I would also say on the Steelers side of the things, um, I kind of also went around just kind of benching a few of my guys like Chase Claypool, and um, I think I might only start vi- Chase. I think Chase the only viable, I would only viable starting guy I'd put out there is James Conner. Even though he's been not <laughs> playing good, his best game of the season was against the Ravens. Mm. So if you're gonna start him again, you might want to start him against the Ravens because he does play well against the Ravens and the Ravens. Obviously, as you guys seen against the Titans, they love getting gashed for running plays. Missy James. I mean, I'd say, like, I, I'd probably start James Conner. You can, you probably just don't bench James Conner, even though he, um, like, his, he is very inconsistent, but I don't think you just bench him. He's the bell cow back. He's going to get the carries. You mm-hmm. can, he's going to get the yards. Um, yeah. Big Ben, you don't want him? I wouldn't start him. Okay. Juju, I he, don't think he's going to play, right? Juju, why wouldn't he play? He hurt his uh, foot. Remember, like they tossed the flag. He, and he, then... Yeah, he like he like rolled over it. But I mean, you do a few TikTok dances and he'll be back out there. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, Dylan. There's a, a other fantasy co-host who cannot be here tonight. Dylan. He has Juju Smith-Schuster and Deontay Johnson in one of our leagues, and every week he makes the wrong decision. He doesn't start. He always starts the other guy. He started that Juju. happened to me for a while too. Yeah. I had Chase and I had Chase and Deontay, and they just kept starting them the wrong weeks. <laughs> like it every happens. week, he gets pissed off, and he also has Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, and he always messes oh them God. up too. Like at that point, you just need you just need a four receiver that you can just start all four of them. Exactly, I would just trade them all. Okay, to me, but <laughs> trade them all for uh, uh, Mike Davis. Ah, yes, Mike Davis. <laughs> 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 if if you had to start any of those wide receivers though, Juju, Deontay, Chase, for our good friend Dylan, who would you start? Chase. Chase? Because he Chase is like, Chase. Sure. I, for me, it'd go Chase, Deontay, and Juju, and that goes by Chase is the most touchdown heavy because he obviously has eleven touchdowns or ten touchdowns or whatever it is. Um, so Chase is the most likely to score. So you'll get chunk points from him. Deontay is our our. 12 10 tech target guy so if you want quick targets and easy like i guess reception points if you have a full ppr i might put deontay at one and if you're running if you're just really desperate then i guess i'd put juju out there but he's gonna be hurt so i think that's probably the worst option (laughs) i'd say i want to go i want to go deontay chase juju but the only reason why i don't want to go deontay first is because he did well last week then he's not going to do well next week. Like that's the only. Kind of how it's I been think. the trend for the the Steelers receivers now. Kind of been week by week, one person goes off. Yeah, but like Juju, like 
I, I don't know. Deontay gets the targets. I agree on that. Chase Claypool gets... I think his role is growing in that offense. So mm-hmm. like he's taking over. But this is not the week where his, his role is really going to expand. It's just mm-hmm. kind of more of a, we know how to beat the Ravens and we have to stick to that. This is not where you try new things with Chase Claypool type of week. So that's kind of what's kind of driving me away from Chase Claypool and more towards Deontay. But then, like, it's feel like Chase with the touchdowns is the most safe option. Yeah, I'd agree in that sense. Okay, I think that about covers everyone on that side of Thanksgiving. Now let's get into a little bit of Thanksgiving tradition here. Um, everyone's got someone to be thankful for. And in fantasy football, you know that special player who's been carrying your season who you have to be thankful for. I'd like each of us to share uh, one player that you are thankful for this fantasy season. Anyone want to start? I would Mac? like to. Oh, okay, go ahead. I'm yeah, gonna... go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Go. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> I mean, mine is obvious. I'm gonna. I'm thankful for one man I with a boring and looks like Lil Uzi plays a running back. I'm thankful for Alvin Kamara, man. That man is. That man's built different, bro. I don't know how to explain it. That man has carried my four of my five fantasy leagues to first or second place. And that's honestly all you can ask for from an individual player. He's been beasting. I hope he just has a great rest of the season and can lead my team to the to promised land. Um, I mean, okay, I'll go. I hate Kamara. But um, I would like to say that I am thankful for uh, – who? I, there's a lot of people I'm thankful for. I could, I could choose Keenan Allen. I could Actually, Justin Herbert could be the reason why I'm so thankful because if, if it wasn't for Justin Herbert – throwing bombs uh Keenan Allen wouldn't be the guy he is uh oh my god I'd say Josh Jacobs fuck it Josh Jacobs is a yeah he's a monster monster, bro and I said that he was gonna be a monster but you know we we won't speak about that dude it's okay yeah let's just talk about Alvin Kamara okay let's just let's just talk about how oh ooh. Good. Probably Alvin Kamara scored more touchdowns than the whole Patriots team. All right, let's go to the next. No, round. no, no! I love it. I love it, dude. I love it. I don't even care, dude. I want them to tank more. Why can't I want them to lose more games? I just want, I just want the comeback to. I want to clap cheeks on a comeback, bro. Clap yeah, cheeks on the comeback. What are you talking about? Revenge tour. You don't need no revenge. Revenge tour. What revenge are you trying to get? What are you going to get? Six. You need six more rings. We need it all. Yes, I'm a greedy ass motherfucker, dude. We've been spoiled. Yeah, so so chill, bro. Let's no, 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 no. Let's almost let's almost just go just go root for Tampa. I don't even. I hate Tampa. Leave them behind. Tampa, Tampa Bay. Have you guys heard about that? How they call it yeah, Tom fuck yeah, like, dude. They have the little yeah. – the logo is just uh, – it's just Tom's face. You know, remember it's the – Basically, bro, he's like, like, go get A.B. They go get A.B. Is it, they is go it get Tom's Fournette. face on the Buccaneers? Like, yeah, guy. it's Tom. That'd yeah. be hella funny. Just make him bald. <laughs> what, about, what about you, Matt? Who are you grateful for? Oh, I am grateful for my – like, let me paint the scenario for you. It is week oh, one. No. I am – absolutely dying out there i scored like i think i scored like 70 points overall in standard scoring terrible mm-hmm. week for me i have no like choice i am already regretting every draft decision i ever made but the one thing i love is that when you lose week one and have such a shitty score you are first on the waiver wire and with that number one waiver wire priority i chose my savior the one that i am thankful for this thanksgiving the one i'll be thankful for for the rest of my life James, the Flames, RB Onesen. He has been a monster ever since 
this entire season began. When you thought Landon Fournette would be out, you'd say, okay, am I going to Ozigbo? Am I going to Chris Thompson? Who the hell is going to be that guy at the Jacksonville backfield? And am I, am I even going to start him? But no, James the Flames, RB Wonson, has been the running back five for the past, what, 11 weeks in fantasy football? He has been a godsend at the running back two position for me. And he has drafted two, undrafted. Yeah. Undrafted, Illinois State. He is an underdog story you would root for. And he is just a monster. No! Yeah, he breaks tackles like no one else. He hurdles people. He hurdles people. I love watching that man play. And I would root for him. I'd become a Jaguars fan for him. Only if he wins the championship for me. (laughs) (laughs) Only if he wins just a championship. Nothing else, though. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. James the Flames, RB Wunson. Remember the name. All right. And then that leaves Fernando. Who are you grateful for this fantasy season? You know, I got to be thankful for the the best. The number one running back in the league right now. Say it. Oh, God, dude. Dalvin Cook. Oh. Absolute monster. Won me back-to-back weeks with 40-point games. Disgusting. Absolutely. No other running back back does that in standard. (laughs) In standard. You got got you 40 in standard? Yep. That's that's ridiculous, bro. (laughs) Back-to-back weeks. Jesus. Hey, man. Dalvin's a beast, bro. I think Dalvin's probably like – my best running back this season other than Kamara. And Derrick Henry, the Yeti. I don't know. I don't know if Derrick Henry had a better season than He's getting chilly. Year. He's getting chilly. And you know what happens when Derrick Henry gets cold? He beasts out. We'll see, man. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to the rest of the fantasy football season. I am looking forward to Thanksgiving. And I thank you all as well for joining me tonight. Of course. It was our pleasure. All right, and I think that about wraps it up. Thank you, everyone. Hope you take our advice seriously, and good night. Steelers going 16-0. No.